You're listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where we celebrate the stories of men and women who are living uncommon lives. These individuals pursue excellence and purpose in their relationships and work. They optimize their health and stewardship, and they embody victorious vision and fervent faith. Be inspired and encouraged to follow your own uncommon path and live a life of authenticity, accountability, and adventure. Hello, welcome to The Uncommon Podcast, where I'm your host, Philip. I'm Ryan. Thanks for tuning in for another one. Yeah. It's exciting, and I can't wait to get into this oh, yeah. topic. First of all, happy Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah. I got pink on. You've got green on. I got pink underwear, maybe. I'm pretty sure that you got your wife a gift and a card, so. Uh, thanks for reminding me. Okay, good. We're <laughs> still on the same boat. I'm on. I'm winning, still. Question for you. Okay. How was your weekend? It was amazing. What'd you do? Life-changing, I would say. Really? Wow. Uh-huh. That's quite the bold statement. Uh, we went on the uncommon Elevate experience. Yeah, we did. This past weekend. And I... I couldn't have imagined it going any better. That's Just awesome. Say it. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know if you feel the same exceeded way. Exceeded expectations. Far exceeded my expectations. Yeah. One of my favorite things to tell people, because they always ask, what's your favorite part? Right. And it's going to be hard to... Dial it in. And we're going to talk through it. Yep. But overarching, Ryan and I do a lot of planning for these things. <laughs> a yeah. lot. Yeah. But you can't plan for like what the Holy Spirit does... And how things are moved, like the unplanned are my favorite things. Yeah, it's terrifying, I'd say. Well, it's it's nerve-wracking. Yeah, terrifying is a little dramatic. But uh, yeah, you don't know how, especially planning events and you're corresponding. You've got, you're like 30 emails in with someone who's hopefully going to give you an amazing uh, experience. And yep. then game day shows up and you show up and you're like, all right, how's this going to go down? Yep, first time you ever meet them right. in another city. <laughs> right. And don't really know how traffic is going to affect things or just things that you just can't yep. plan for. But uh, the way that, yeah, God showed up in an amazing way. And so the things that were unplanned were probably my favorite. Yeah. Uh, in the whole experience. So that yeah. was my thought. Let's take a quick step back and even just explain to the audience who doesn't know what right. is the Uncommon Elevate experience. So essentially it's a 48-hour leadership adventure retreat. Yep where we enjoy really awesome activities, which we'll get into uh, authentic community. And then we gain invaluable skills uh, to really elevate our lives. So we yeah, worked on some skills around core values, which we've talked about on previous episodes, visualization, goal setting, just how can we take our roles as husbands and fathers and our, our health and fitness and our faith to that, that next level. And I think it was awesome. I did too. Yeah. And we had... F- we had three guys come that were yeah. others. So five of us total. Yep. And these three individuals had no idea what they were going to get themselves right. into. They just paid their money and showed up. Talk which, about a step of faith. Talk about a step of faith. Uh, and I, I believe one person was like, this was life changing was mm-hmm. his thing. The other person said this far exceeded all of my expectations. Yeah. And the other one said, this is the second best day of my life. After, uh, after my, my wedding. wedding day. Yeah. And yeah. I thought... High praise. And uh, <laughs> Ryan right away was like, we are stealing that. Yeah, we're, that's going to be a, that's gonna be a testimonial. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was fun afterwards, after they realized everything and all the experience we had planned, which we'll talk about. Um, when we asked them, do you wish you would have known? All of them said, mm-hmm. no, I don't. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't know. 
and I'm glad that everything kind of laid out the way it has. And it flowed really nice uh, from even the topics we talked about before uh, to the little tokens that they got to take as souvenirs Mm -hmm. to remind them of our time and what we've been working on. And I think a big part of the weekend was to realize, like, we don't want this to be a retreat high. We want this to be a, a... yeah, catalyst for our life. And so that to me was a really cool realization that we all kind of had together of like, yeah. hey, we really have to step up in a couple areas that we've talked about. Um, so, yeah, how do we, we've all had that experience, whether it's at a, you know, summer camp or a, a work retreat where it's emotionally charged and you leave feeling, you know, like you can take on the world. And yeah. then a week goes by and you're like, oh, yeah, it was fun, but. All right, time to move on with life. And so it's we're really asking the question, like, how do we take this momentum and mm. propel it, it forward and, and continue to be intentional? So that's the plan. Let's talk about even before the retreat itself. Like, what did we try to do to prepare for the event? What are some of the uncommon ways that we got the guys excited about what was in store? Yeah, uh, good question. One thing that we would have is uh, we we had a, we had kind of a touch point or we had a, what do you call it? Uh, it's like a questionnaire. A questionnaire that just wanted to see where are they at, where are they going, and like what can we help them with before this. And uh, I'd say one of the biggest things I think was we prayed a lot about these guys. Yeah, for Prayed sure. a lot about, you know, the experience that we were going to have and, and kind of the unknowns. But uh, that was one thing that we did was just have the questionnaires. Yeah. Uh, we also gave people journals and gave them specific questions that we're going to be talking about over the weekend. Yep. And these aren't that hard of questions. No. But it's nice to have a little bit of time beforehand and be disciplined enough to write those answers out. And so in the weekend, you can talk about them without like, okay, what am I going to say here? Yeah. They can be a little bit more thoughtful. Without a deer in headlights yeah. experience. Right. Yep. Uh, the other thing that we did um, was we had people that have gone through this experience before have write them letters. They had no idea who these people were. And they basically founding fathers, our founding fathers wrote them a letter and just said, listen, like you're going to get as much as you put into this and I'll be praying for you. Good luck. You know, have a great time. So that, could you think of anything else we did? So we purchased each man's favorite snacks and beverages. Oh yeah, we did. So you might be hearing all this and you're like, Phil, Ryan, how on earth did you, possibly pull all this off yeah and what is the answer phil like who was our ace in the hole yeah uh it was your spouse yeah yeah so we talked dudes wives yeah (laughs) yeah we we did a lot of pre-work and they were kind of the people that have helped us kind of cultivate such a very personal and personable experience that's memorable um you know sometimes when you're going on a three-hour trip and somebody hands you your favorite candy bar and your favorite drink you're like Okay. Not a bad way to start. I'm 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 okay with this. Right. We also got him a water bottle, um, which wasn't uh, planned really, but I thought it was just a fun gift. It's a water bottle that I enjoy. Uh, so we got them a Yeti water bottle with yeah. the Uncommon logo. Top of the line. Top of the line. Top of the shelf to you. <laughs> so those Yeah, the, the wives were definitely the real MVPs because they, yeah. you know, were helped us orchestrate everything and helped us, you know, get those letters, which were key. Um, mm-hmm. My wife... You know, she wrote me a letter, but she also, you know, and I'll, I'll share a little bit more, but she got letters from just some of the people that that I love in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely one of the most meaningful aspects of the, of the trip. So I agree. Yeah, I agree. So let's get into the experience. So obviously we were going from Des Moines to Minneapolis. So we had a few hours of car time and uh, that can 
either be great or it could be really awkward, especially with a group of guys that you don't know. And so they really didn't know each other either. Right. I didn't know any of them. You knew all three. I was meeting them fresh, but yeah, we really wanted to redeem that time. And so like Philip mentioned, we had those journals. We had them uh, answer the questions prior to the weekend. And then we also had just a list of, you know, basic get to know you questions. So we wanted to learn about their, you know, their spouses, their kids, like what do they do for work? What do they do for fun? Mm. Like why in the world did they decide to participate? And then what expectations or outcomes were they maybe hoping for? And then, so we kind of just talked like that. And honestly, I felt like the conversation really just flowed naturally. It was just a really good group of guys. Yeah, I too. Yeah, I um, also thought it was fun. Like we were going at, we left at 3.15 and then we were going on a Thursday on a Thursday, which yeah. I think is key by the yes. way. And they all agreed. Right. And then we went to our first experience. So there wasn't a lot of time to like, Hey, let's stop. And we ended up only stopping to go to the bathroom and ended up two rest areas without a bathroom. Not ideal. We'll get critiqued on that later. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Totally kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We pulled up this rest stop. Everybody had to go pee. And it was like, and it was one of those, like, you can only sleep there. Like what yeah. are we going to do here? There's a difference between a rest area and like a, Rest room. Yeah. So as we were going up there, we ended up sending out uh, everybody a menu of the restaurant we were going to eat at. (laughs) Uh, And so everybody got to pick their menu. uh, And then we we got that food before we got to our first experience. Um, Yep. So One other thing that I want to touch on um, that we did in the car ride was we let them know that we were going to ask them to each choose one word that they felt characterizes each of the other men on the trip. Just like, What's one word that embodies like their character? That's a really great exercise because it it's just awesome to speak edifying words over others and then receive those from others. Yeah. But also really forces you to pay attention and be conscious of the other people in the group over the course of the the weekend. Like how do they respond yep. to different situations? How do you know how do they act? And mm-hmm. um, so we were like, yeah. We're going to ha- ask you on Saturday to share your words. So you've got to really be like paying attention. So that, right. that was good. Yeah. So that was one thing to like try to like break the ice. Right. Like because I'm the one who knows everybody in the car. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have a little bit of wisdom from me of like, hey, this is who I this is the one word I think about when I think about you. And here's why. And so I went around the whole car uh, and then just said, hey, this is my one word for you. And here's why I picked it. Or, hey, here between two words here. I ended up going with this one. Uh, and then walking through. And then our charge to everybody was like, hey, throughout the next 48 hours, be very observant right. and try to figure out how you can encourage other people with a word, yep. a word that you saw, uh, which was really cool. And we'll talk about that. But I think the biggest win for me on that one was somebody's like, what's your word for Ryan? Because I did it for the other three. And yeah, I didn't do yeah. it for Ryan. And Ryan, have done, Ryan and I have done this in the past together. Yeah. I've done it once. Yep. For the fraternity weekend that we did. Anyway, so I was like, okay, let me think quick. And I said, faithful. He's just a faithful guy through and through. And he, and I was like, was that the same word I gave you last time? Because I was super nervous. Like, And if it wasn't the same word, I was like, oh, everybody's going to think I just pulled these out of the sky. Yeah. But same word. It was the same word. Yeah. So I was I, I was actually also. So it must be true. It was <laughs> a huge win. It was a God moment. So yeah, that's one way God showed up in the unexpected. Yeah. So as we got closer to Minneapolis, yeah, we called the restaurant, ordered our Gary Coopers. We'll get into that. Oh, the Coops. Uh, yeah. We told them what our first activity was. We were not going straight to the Airbnb. We were going straight to glass blowing. Yeah. It was our first activity. The And that 
we try to have each activity correspond to just a bigger question. And so yeah. Philip did a great job of, you know, thoughtfully thinking of some, some questions. I think the one that corresponded to glass blowing was just what are the current challenges and pressures that you feel mm. in your role as a husband, father, friend, in your work, your faith, and really like talking about how God uses challenges and trials to mm. discipline us, refine us, grow our faith there. I shared a passage from Romans five, just, uh, says, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And then I was like, and if all the spiritual symbolism symbolism isn't enough, there's also a furnace called a glory hole at glass blowing. So that's fun. Uh, and funny. So every time we went to these places, we always have like a specific host. That's yeah. helping us. And her name was Claire. Yeah. And then we had an Isaac that helped us later. Okay. That was his name. I had forgotten. Yeah. Yep. And I'm not great with names. So the fact that I remember yeah, that impressive. is really cool. But Claire, I could tell like five guys and it's a Thursday night. Like <laughs> it's just kind of yeah. intimidating or whatever. I'm sure she's had a couple guys in there who are ruly or talking whatever. Yeah. And by the end of it, she was so happy. Yeah. She was great. So excited. But she told me the story about the glory hole. Okay. And she's like, do you know why they call it the glory hole? And I was like, ah. Do I want to know? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I, I like went to straight to like, okay, well, it's a bright light. You can see through it. Like you see it. And she's like, actually, you're right. She said, back in the day, they used to have different uh, elements that you can do with your hands. Metalworking, woodworking, glass blowing. Okay. Um, and the woodworking would create a lot of dust. And the glass blowing would create a lot of light. And so at night you would see the glass or the, the glory hole and streams of light would be going from it, almost like a saint, whatever. Hmm. And so they called it the glory hole because it's like a light beaming out. And anyway, I thought it was kind of cool. Nice. So very cool. There you go. Learn something. Yeah. I'd say like even right out the gate, just like Philip alluded to, I just want to acknowledge like how blessed we were by the hospitality and care shown to us by like each of our hosts. Yeah. Like I alluded to before, just like emailing, corresponding, you just, it's a dice roll. You don't know if you're going to show up and like, are they really like excited for us to be there? Are they, are they really going to go out of their way to, you know, give us an above and beyond experience? And I I can honestly say like each of them did that. And they were also really interested and impressed with like what we were doing with the uncommon. Like I remember Claire even asking like, so you guys are like all friends. I'm like, I mean, yeah, I just met these guys a couple hours ago, but we're just doing like this men's retreat and this is like the totally yeah it was just awesome to to have uh hosts that were super accommodating and also just really engaging and interested in what we were doing um i would say with the glass blowing so we went to the i'm gonna butcher the name but it's f-o-c-i so fochi minnesota center for glass arts and that was a great way to kick it off it was fun it was low stakes there was no pressure it was just like a unique experience Got to eat our dinner, eat our Gary Coopers. I don't know if you want to. Do you want to get into the Gary Cooper? I mean, or? the Gary Cooper is something you got to experience yourself. Or maybe don't experience. Or don't. Yeah, <laughs> just steer clear. But for all the people who went on this, know about the Gary Cooper. We'll yep. leave it at that. If you know, you know. Yep. But yeah, we got to eat our dinner and um, just get to know each other more as we tried something new. Did you have like a highlight from glass blowing? Yeah, I'll say that I was a little um, reluctant that we were doing paperweights. I mean, I really wanted to do the deal, right? Yeah. I wanted to blow some glass. Sure. There was no blowing involved. No, we didn't. But uh, after we got there and realized what was happening, and we knew that we were going to do paperweights, but way more fun than I thought. Yeah. 
And we don't actually have them yet. We don't have them yet. No, but we're going to get those sent to us because they're so hot. You just can't take them with you because it'll yeah. burn your fingertips right off. There you go. And uh, they'll crack. As soon as they like cool off too fast, you got a problem. Yep. And so I was way more pleased with how it shaped out. And then everyone's was always different. And that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of different techniques you can use stabbing and pulling and stretching and making bubbles. bubbles? So yeah. Choosing colors. I did the blue and orange for my Chicago Bears, so we'll see. We'll see <laughs> okay. if it does Mike Ditka proud. I don't yeah. know. All right. Uh, but after that... Uh, but we, I would just say overall, I was I was pleased with the whole experience. Yeah. I think everybody was. Like you said, it was just a perfect thing to just like... Just kind of ease into it. Let's create something, yeah. think about it, and then uh, everybody's super excited about it. And we walked through a like gallery of sorts. Mm-hmm for the glass and uh we just didn't really pay attention to it but it was also we were like we were right on time so we were kind of forced to shoot right in there but after we were walking out how much more appreciated i was of like okay (laughs) let's look at that one like how would they have done that one and you just have this way more respect for that so yeah i think isaac had made like an elephant yeah crazy yeah i can't even next time yep so we got to our airbnb after glass blowing and we uh we had forgot to mention we had sent the guys ahead of time just our core values mm-hmm. exercise right. so they were able to do that before the weekend and write out their personal mission statement and that's really a founda- foundational exercise we try to take our guys through provides them with just deeper self-awareness clarity on their identity what truly matters yeah. and really it's like what better way to get to know some strangers and understand them quickly by hearing them share their values mm-hmm. so yeah, Ryan did a great job facilitating that. And I was surprised that two of the three have never done anything like that. Yeah. Like, I was like, really? Yeah. I'm glad to talk through this. So, yeah, it was maybe. great. Then we went to bed because yeah, it was pretty late. We did. I did not sleep a wink. Like, when I say I did not sleep, like, I don't even mean I not dozed off for like 10 minutes. I did you not sleep. sleep. I was like excited and anxious for the next day. But I was still able to get up at six in the morning and cook a bomb breakfast. Bomb. Shout out Gordon Ramsay's American Breakfast. Search it on YouTube. It's delicious. It's like all the <laughs> breakfast foods in one dish. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than the so Gary good. Cooper. Yeah. Way better. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So then we ended up doing some stuff for just mindset stuff. Yeah. Like affirmations, things of that nature. Yep. Yeah, you can talk Practice about gratitude. That. Yeah. Which that yeah. ends up being even more significant when we get into our Embrace North time. Yeah. So this this first experience the next day was probably the one that I would say Ryan and I were the most nervous about. Yeah. It was the one that's going to push us the hardest. Uh, but before we talked about what sacrifices you make daily for the people that you love in your life. Yeah. And it was really fun just to hear them talk through that. And honestly, as guys, I feel like we don't feel like it's sacrificing. But one person, this is so silly, but like he's like, I just don't hunt, hunt anymore. Mm. And like... He loves to hunt, but he's learned to like pursue his wife and be present with his kids. Got to hunt your wife, bro. More, more than his hunting. And so, but that is a sacrifice, right? Yeah. Like a conscious sacrifice that we probably don't get a lot of time to talk through, but yeah. I think it felt good for him just be acknowledged like, Hey man, that is a true sacrifice. Yeah. Um, so then we talked about just the people in their life and just things like that. So to, so what we were doing is we were going to go in the old ice plunge, the old mm. sauna and ice plunge. But beforehand, we were going to do a workout. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just a th- quick workout. Just a breezy workout. Just a breezy workout. <laughs> and Ryan called them, praise the Lord, beforehand was like, hey, we've got a pretty big day. 
we can't be we can't be like killing these people you know like we right, can't make right, them right, super right. tired yeah um and so we really didn't know what to expect and but we did know you know hey we're gonna go into the sauna and we're gonna go into freezing water yep something hard and something that we can reflect on all the sacrifices we make but we're gonna make a memory <laughs> and uh kid you not gosh i just love this story one guy was like all right my two two biggest fears yeah. are heights yeah. and cold yeah that's it. that's what he told his wife he didn't know what we were doing he's like all right as long as we're not jumping out of a plane or jumping into freezing water i'll be good <laughs> yeah we're, doing, no we're doing it we're doing it yeah we didn't <laughs> jump out of a plane but uh which was really cool just we should to jump able. out of a plane into freezing water next now time he'll be right there yeah <laughs> um so that he, he he just verbalized like this is gonna be hard yep and I think he was super nervous. But yeah. like you go with people you know, like, and love, like, let's go make a memory. Yep. So away we went to Embrace North. Yeah. Again, like when we arrived, Luis and Harrison are the two guys. They met us at the entrance, welcomed us, like asked us about our group, why we were there. They were super interested in the Uncommon and just the retreat we were doing. And right. just to say, like, from the moment we were there, like, I think we all felt seen, appreciated, and just valued right. by them. So they gave us a tour of their facility. It's basically like a kind of a big CrossFit gym. And then they've got a workout, a separate workout room. They've got lockers with a room off the side where all the cold tubs are. And then you go out back, which is where their eight person sauna is like outside uh, in the snow. And then there's more cold tubs. And, but yeah, essentially what we did is uh, we went into what they call the red forest room and Harrison led us in some some breath work and uh that was basically the emphasis was just like breathing in through your nose while your stomach expands and then push the air out while you suck in your stomach and I'm like counterintuitive so I was like doing the opposite but I got the hang of it but I'd say like my my highlight of the entire weekend was just the fact that wait we oh, okay yeah keep going yeah, I, yeah. Go, go. I was just gonna say like after we did the breath work like before we did our exercise our workout you were like hey is it cool if we just pray together and Louise and Harrison were both super pumped about that so we stood in yeah. a circle as men holding hands and just committed our time to the Lord and like yeah yeah Louise had even shared that that morning he and Harrison were in the sauna and they were praying that God would just bring people to their location and there we were. So, it was so cool. And yeah. like, so I started praying and then Luis ended it. Yeah. And uh, just to give God glory and also just be uh, hand in hand with people. It was yeah. cool knowing that we were going to go into the trenches here. Right, <laughs> right, right. Uh, I want to talk about the last thing on our, uh, like, so we had kind of a, what do they call it, a ladder workout? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yep. And like we so had. So it was like, yeah, kettlebell, goblin squats, burpees. Yep. Yep. And, and then. then uh, was that the last one? No, crocodile. it was wall, wall, or the ball slams. Ball slams, yeah. Yep, and then the burpees, and then we did the crocodile breathing. Oh, dude. And he was like, you guys, these are gnarly. Yeah. And we were like, I, well, maybe me. Everybody else is probably hearing him, but I was like, how gnarly can it breathe? Yeah. It's just breathing. It's just laying on your belly breathing. But. In theory. Yeah, in theory. <laughs> uh, but remember, you just did this kind of uh, succession of workouts and like five burpees. I don't care if you just do them yeah, right your now. Heart's your beaten. heart's beating. Yeah. And so you lay on your stomach and then you breathe through your nose, breathe out and try to hold that for five seconds with no air. Yeah. And you do that five times. Like that's the, you do that five times. Yeah. I'm telling you gnarly is a perfect word for that. Yeah. It's an understatement. It was rough. Yeah. But uh, it, it was really cool too. He was like, hey, just focus on good technique through this. Like this isn't a race. Right. We're going to just all do this together. 
Um, and yeah, it was, it was, it was eye opening for sure. Yeah. It's definitely got me just a lot more conscious of like how I'm breathing during the day. Mm-hmm. And we, we don't need to get into like the science and all the benefits, but it's, it's real and it's legitimate. And I think even me being mindful of how I was breathing during the workout definitely slowed me down. It also made it harder just because I had to like think yeah. and focus and I had to like switch up how I was breathing. I had to make sure I was exhaling on the exertion and like that my stomach was going out when I was inhaling and not in. And yeah. Uh, and those crocodile yeah, breathing is no joke. Like you're gasping. My back was convulsing, <laughs> but it did get easier by the end of it. Yeah, right. And the whole purpose of doing that is because like when you get in the cold water, your you're body. immediately <laughs> starting to gasp and like you're trying to suck in uh, oxygen like high up in your chest and they're like, no, you need to breathe in like deep within your belly. And mm-hmm. yeah, so it was good. So we yeah. get done with that. We go straight into the belly of the beast. Yeah. Well, and real quick, before we even did the sauna, um, Harrison, I th- or I think Luis then had us sit on our, oh, our, yeah. our workout yeah. balls. And that's when he asked us, because we'd prayed at that point, so he knew we were faithful. I don't think fa- this was planned, by the way. Right. No, yeah, for sure. Because he was like, basically asked us uh, to share like one thing we were grateful for. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, we just did a gratitude visualization before we got here. So now we can all think of something else. And we each went around and just shared and... Uh, then I believe we went yeah. into the belly of the beast. Yeah, so we get into this outs- or inside room, and there's a shower that you pull down, like, you know, as soon as you let up, it stops. Yeah. And it, the water's freezing. It so was he's very like, cold. He's like, just get in there for a couple seconds, rinse off. Kind of acclimate your body. body. De- oh, yeah. yeah. In the red, red forest room, yeah. he gave us these breathing... Called Poppy Sticks because his nickname is the Sauna Poppy, and we'll have to get him on the show so he can unpack that for us. Yeah, so he gives us these Sauna Poppy like uh, straws or bamboo straws, and uh, so Ryan's like, "All right, I'll go first. So he goes (laughs) under the shower, and then he gets in this this uh, cooler. I I think he said it was like thirty five degree water. Yep. So he gets in this cooler, and it's like hang on like yeah. and we're all like just kind of big eyes like video it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he gonna self-combust <laughs> uh but he did great and he ended up going in head like all under. Yeah. because the cool thing about the poppy snake is it's also like an impromptu snorkel so <laughs> yeah. i was like and I'd, I'd watched a video where a guy at their location did that so i'm like i gotta go under at least yeah. for a breath so i, I submerged for like two seconds and then yeah. got the heck out yeah <laughs> So he was out. I went next, but I I went in while you were in. So you were in there for probably a minute and a half, two minutes, I would say. Yeah. I got in for probably a minute, minute and a half. Uh, And then Chris went and he did awesome. Yeah. I almost forgot like where he was. He was just (laughs) like chilling. (laughs) Truly. Uh, And then did Tom go next or did Gabe? I think Gabe I forget. I think Gabe might have gone. I think Gabe went and uh, Gabe was like, these are my two biggest fears, heights and cold water. So he goes in the shower, gets that done puts one leg in and was like, nope. No, sir. No, sir. And I'll let you take it from there because it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Gabe would mind us sharing this because it was just such a powerful experience, for I think, for all of us, especially for him. But right. he pulled his leg out. And the cool thing was is the Louise, like the way he responded, you can like you can see just his natural skills as a leader and a coach. Like he locked in on Gabe, not in an aggressive or like demanding way, but he's just like, hey, like, mind over matter, you can do this, like, say that you got this, and Gabe kind of nodded, and Louise is like, no, I want you to say the words, yeah. and so he said it, 
And Louise just kept encouraging him. We were encouraging him. Again, we weren't like, do it, man. You get no, in there. It was right. just like, you can do this. Right. Like, we're all here with you. And, and I like that. Uh, Louise looked at him. He's like, hey, I've done this a thousand times. Yeah. You can do this. You yeah. know, like this going back to experiences, I think is powerful. And then Gabe looks over at me. You remember what he said? Yeah, he's like, if I pass out, you got me? I was like, oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> but he, he didn't. Was in. He was in, man. He was yeah. in. And and then Tom went. And I'm telling you, he was probably, he was nails. Tom was just like laughing giddy like the whole time. It was amazing. <laughs> it's kind of Tom, if you know him. So, uh, which is awesome. So then we get out. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Louise leads us out the back door. So outside, we kind of walk on this path. There's snow all over. Get to this kind of bigger wooden trailer and we go in and yeah it's a much uh anticipated sauna session uh there were a couple guys already in there and felt so good felt amazing although i will say like being used to breathing through my nose at that point it's like i could not do that it like felt like my nostrils were like melting that's together. not the play in right the sauna. yeah yeah so just kind of deep belly breaths through the mouth we probably sat in there for 10 or so minutes talked to the guys who were there yep kind of learned, learned a couple of them had like a membership, which is super cool. Yeah. Um, I'm like, Louise, we need to bring one of these to Des Moines. Stat. Yeah, buddy. And then uh, Louise came in and talked to us. He's like, all right, when you guys are ready, you can go do another cold plunge session uh, outside because they had more tubs. So yeah, all five of us went and got to do that at the same time. And which was cool for me to see Gabe doing it again. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. like, I was like, oh, buddy, he's not. Right. But no, we all jumped into these coolers outside yep. snow's on the ground yep. we're in the cooler yeah super cool and then went back in the sauna and then i'm pretty sure like yeah. gabe went back into the cold plunge like a third so, yeah time. so you'd go i went to check on the pizza sauna. yep so we went in the sauna you went to go check on the pizza you dry off i go in to go dry off and out of the corner of my eye i see tom just like marinating in one of these <laughs> things just like oh he's Living back in the cold life and uh, then Gabe walks by and was like, shut your mouth. Like, <laughs> And sure enough, he goes in. Yeah. So he went in more than we did. Right. Uh, and then Chris was great. So he was still in the sauna. And so uh, Ryan and I went up front. We ended up eating pizza, talking to Luis and, and Harrison, uh, for Harrison yeah. and told him kind of the rest of the plans. And they were pretty excited at that point. Yeah. Um, and then Tom came out. Then Gabe came out. And then Chris comes sauntering out. <laughs> and, uh, Is there any pizza left? Smile on his face. And do you remember what Harrison said? I don't. Dude, you look like you're glowing. Uh, and His aura was strong. Yeah, and Chris was like, I am glowing. <laughs> so yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. Super cool. So that was kind of the experience there. Yeah. We got in the car. I swung everybody back. They kind of relaxed for a second. I swung out and got uh, skate skis. Yes. Um, and thankful to the wives, they we knew what people's shoe size were. Yeah. So. Yep. We came, yeah, it came down to that level of d- detail, knowing their, yep. their shoe size for right. sure. Uh, so came back, got the guys and talked about like who is in your pack and who's in your inner circle and where are they going and where are you headed and yeah. how, who's helping you get there. Uh, the reason why we were talking about that, and that was one of the questions we asked them before, um, is because we were going to go dog sledding. Oh, yeah. Skajoring. Uh, and skajoring for those there's who a, wanted There's to a do. Scrabble word for you. Yeah. 65 points. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so that's what we were going to do. So I was yeah. super excited about it. You can take it away. Yeah. Even just to back, backtrack uh, real quick between the those two experiences. So while Phil was getting our oh, skis, yeah. Yeah, I was like, how do, you, thing. how do you forget about this? <laughs> You're good. Yeah. We gave the guys the letters. Um, yeah. And just we had like an hour and a half or so between the uh, experiences. And I think we were all kind of bushed after that. So it was yeah. just nice to change 
Sit and, down. Yeah, we just got letters from our loved ones and, and read through yeah. those. And so the way that we did that was, hey, the people that you sacrifice for want to thank you. Yep. You know, like after you just did that experience, here's a great time to get your to read the impact that you've made on other people from the sacrifices you made, which is uh, so awesome. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I forgot that. No, you're good. When Phil got back again, we kind of asked him the who's in your pack question, told him about the dog sledding. We just kind of talked about, we had mentioned we had each guy submit a, a survey before the weekend and just asking about their goals and their desired outcomes. And all three of them said like they had a desire for more community, more mm-hmm. fun, you know, stronger, more authentic friendships and growth and, just creating positive habits around around sustained change. And we just kind of talked about that's so much easier to do uh, when you have accountability and you have yeah. community. And so just tying that into how the, the dog, the dog pack, you know, works together for a common goal. So, yep. And I think we all had like our own experience with the dog sledding. They had these things called kick sleds. Yeah. It's like um, a chair with skis on the bottom. Yeah, chairs with skis on the bottom, and then you kind of like scooter it. Well, we got dogs to be attached to that because right. why not? And yeah. it's kind of like dog sledding, but kind of dog sledding light, I yeah. would say, uh, which is super fun. And were you the first person that took? I did, the, I did the ski drawing. No, drawer. Gabe did. Did he go the ski drawing? Yeah, or he so did a kick sled. He did sledding. a kick sled with yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. I had two dogs. He had one dog. Yeah. And uh, so. Those dogs the, get after it. Oh, man, they get after it. <laughs> And so we both shoot off. I had two dogs. He has one. And his dog was running faster than my dog. Like his dog was fired up. Yeah. So, but their dog loves their owner, right? We're not their owner. Yeah. Shout out AJ. She was wonderful. She's a a great, great guide for us. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But anyway, so we shot past the guide and then my two dogs couldn't see where Gabe's dog was. Okay. And then realized that they couldn't see their master. And they do this like 180, like, we're and done. I was like, oh dear, because <laughs> I'm at the end of this rope with this uh, skate ski or not skate ski, kick but sled. The kick sled. Yeah. I was like, oh, here we go. Luckily, I did not get whipped off. Yeah. Uh, but then we went straight back because, like, <laughs> you're going where the dogs are going. Right. Right. And uh, so that was kind of a fun story. We learned some commands. Uh, you know, high pitched uh, hike, 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 and what were the left and right? Uh, ha and G. left and uh, G. 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 And then and then whoa. So yeah, it turns out you don't actually say much. Who, who would have known? Disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. So I did the skidroring. Um, well, you went skate skiing. So like you got to kind of get your yeah legs underneath you. And then after everyone was ready, it was like the skate skis are a whole nother level yeah. of just trying to figure out. It's kind of like how to walk again. So you don't really want to just add a dog to that because they'll <laughs> yank you hard. Yeah. And so you went around this kind of 1.3 mile loop. Right. Um, did you do that on skate skis by itself or did you just do the dog? No. So I did like a practice. I kind of started just on my own and you know, it's hilly and right. they hadn't gotten fresh snow for a while. So it was icy. Mm-hmm. So I maybe made it a quarter of a mile on my own. I'm like, there's no way. And so I went, made it back and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to try it with the dog, I guess. Yeah. And so she, she let him. yeah, she harnesses me up and, uh, you know, gives the countdown, and then I think I had grundle. Is it grumbles? Grumbles was dialed in. Yep. Yeah, grumbles he took is- off, and I was crouched and ready, but he took off at such a clip that I almost fell backwards <laughs> out. And so I was going, and then Chris was doing uh, kick sledding with uh, a dog, and we were kind of just staying together. But 
I don't know. My dog was getting confused and was turning and at one point stopped to relieve itself. And <laughs> so I fell probably five times. I got tangled up with Chris a couple times. So it was an experience. Uh, great. Super fun. No, no major injuries. No animals were harmed in the process <laughs> yeah. of this, uh, this time. But, uh, yeah. So for fun. the actual dog sledding, Tom was the only one who really did that. He just sat on this. <laughs> it was like, a perfect Tom. It was perfect. experience. And so five dogs pulling Tom. And it's a couch. <laughs> yeah. It's a bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's great. So that was good. Um, I ended up trying to skijoring. I ended up doing the whole 1.3 mile loop yeah. with the uh, skate skis by myself, which I was super grateful for because when I finally got a dog, you were uh, ready. I was ready. And one thing that she said, because I was like, why did those dogs just like do a 180 on me? And she's like, well, you're not confident enough. <laughs> it was all I needed to hear. So oh, poor challenge Riley. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. I was like, Riley, I'm going to carry you, but we're getting this freaking thing yeah. done. And uh, I was on that dog. Like I was just yelling at this yeah. dog. Like there was no confidence left. Like I <laughs> left it all out in the field. Hi, 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 hi. <laughs> yeah, that dog's traumatized. <laughs> True. <laughs> that dog slept good that night. Yeah. Uh, we ended up getting through the 1.3 miles. It was super fun. And Tom got his his little ride. Yeah. And then we were off. Yeah. If you're looking for a, a fun introductory way to try out some dog sledding in the Twin Cities, I'm pretty sure Jack in the Pack is your one option. And AJ was awesome. So right. we'll include all these these uh, different activities in our show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, then we returned our skis and headed home. And as men only men can do, got ready for dinner in 10 minutes flat. Yeah. <laughs> one thing we didn't really think through is just the rush hour. Rush Friday, hour. Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, and so we ended up getting off. If there was no rush hour, I think we would have got there on time. For sure. For sure. Uh, but 10 minutes, all zipped in. Nobody even complained. It was just like, yep, that sounds good. Yep. So we go and we're driving a long ways. And it was funny before this uh, dog sledding, because I was like, now you guys know everything we're doing, right? Like, yeah. you know, all the experiences. And Tom said, well, it's funny because I thought for some reason, I don't know why, there would be an igloo. That we'd be sitting in an igloo at some point. <laughs> Poker face. And uh, Ryan and I were like, oh, wow, that, yeah, you know, like that's cool. But what's an igloo? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so we drive across town and I, I know what they were thinking. Like, there's got to be better restaurants that we're driving by. <laughs> but the reason why we did it was, go ahead. Yeah, so we just went and had dinner at a restaurant called 925. It's in a hotel. The name escapes me, but... Yeah, it does have those. I really wanted to do one of those places with the inflatable igloos. I'd never done it. It looked mm-hmm. super fun. And what better way to tie it into the fire and ice theme? So we pulled up and they see these igloos and they're like, no way. <laughs> like they were pretty happy. Yeah. And then we walked straight up to this private room with a fireplace, which is sweet, by the yeah. way. It was just for us. Yeah. I felt like a, a VIP. Yeah, for sure. And then they thought we were joking about the igloos. Like we were going. But, right. We're just you know, wa- teasing them, walking yeah. right by them. Yeah, and then one thing that we did, we signed a contract for eight people, uh, but only learning five experience people, uh, went, and so we ended up just so we had to eat for eight, dude, and and Chris, and we did. If you know Chris, a forty-eight ounce tomahawk, tomahawk steak, he orders, and then we ordered two other entrees, all yeah. like with three appetizers. We ate like kings. Yeah, we had some scallops, we had some bang bang tofu, we had some. Uh, Oysters. Oh yeah, yeah. Had yeah, some yeah. some drinks, some crab some cocktails. Cakes, Gabe's yeah. favorite. Uh, Christine, our our waitress, was delightful. Yep. Yeah, she was. And awesome. then after we had a great dinner, um, great conversation. Great conversation. We ended up uh, eating dessert in the um, igloo. Yeah. 
it's fun to train if you if you have the option to transition like mid-meal oh, yeah. do it it's just yeah. cool to have a change of scenery and yeah i think we like closed the restaurant down because we were in the igloo yeah. for like two hours yeah. Talking through our uh, conundrums. Conundrums. <laughs> or conundrums, as yeah. Ryan said. It was funny because during the dinner, I said, hey, what are one thing, now that we know that you like these guys, you respect these guys, and they're, you know, we've kind of went through some things together, what are one thing that you would like to have them speak into in yeah. your life? And so one person went, and then I think Ryan was like, do you want us to ask questions? I was like, that's not for this time. <laughs> that's for later. Which worked really well, yeah. Yeah, and so we all went around for one thing, and then after we got into the igloo, our job was to give a Cliff Notes version of the thing that we wanted input on, and then um, and then everybody could ask questions. We went one by one. Hey, what about this? What about that? Have you heard about that? Whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, we just said, hey, put a stake in the ground. Yeah. Like, make a decision for these people. Yeah, and kind of give them a trajectory, which I felt was life giving. So yeah. good. Yeah, that was great. Right, and that ended our our evening. We went home, and I think we were all sufficiently no, we wiped played, out. We played oh, VR. We played VR. You guys did. Yeah, I crashed. Like I you mentioned, did, I had not slept. Yeah, but we played virtual reality a little bit and just kind of talked a little bit more, and then we went to bed. Yep. Next morning, got up, did a final visualization exercise, just kind of casting vision towards the end of your life as a way of kind of thinking about what is the the legacy you want to create now. Um, what are you know what are the things you would love the people in your life to say about you towards the end of your life, and and what does that mean for you know the decisions that you're making today? And that was super powerful. Got to talk about that at, at breakfast. We went to a place called the Hope Breakfast Bar. A very really trend, good. very trendy spot, uh, but great food. We shared our our one words for each other, um, and just kind of talked and reflected on a just an amazing forty eight hours. Right, an experience. Yeah, elevated everybody. I felt like I felt like we've done it. Name name true. Yeah. One thing as we were driving back, we just talked about what do you want to be held accountable that we can do one small thing that we can be you know that we can keep following up with. Yep. And we all had one and. I feel like everybody's family has benefited from us going on this trip and investing in ourselves. Yeah, so. yeah that's a really good point because we talk about sacrifice and I mean, it's a sacrifice for our wives to oh, yeah. give us the green green light to go away for a weekend. But if we can come back better and with mm-hmm. renewed focus um, and clarity mm-hmm. on our commitments and our roles as, as husbands and fathers, then I mean, it's it's worth it and beneficial for everybody. Right, yeah. So. So I feel like that we did what we set out to do. Yeah, yeah. I would say if you're listening to this and, and you're a, a guy who's looking to elevate your life and be a part of this community, um, we're going to have more experiences available in the near future. We'll have a, a wait list opening soon, and you can learn more about that at theuncommon.com slash experiences. And we would love for you to to check it out, sign up, come join us. We're going to have different levels of experiences. Uh, Again, you can learn about that on that page, but you know, hopefully you're not just uh, encouraged by this recounting of this weekend, but you're inspired to to take action yourself. And I think that one big thing that we're going to continue to do is it's going to start on Thursday and it's going to end Saturday, like at 12 o'clock or as close to the half day as as you can. So you're going to get home and you're going to be freaking exhausted. I'm telling you that right now. Because it's just like emotionally and physically tiring. Yeah. But you'll never feel more recharged 
And then you'll have a time to just pour into your family Saturday night. And then you have all day Sunday to just get reacclimated, right. set your intentions for the week and go. And so that's something that we are definitely going to continue doing. Yeah. You don't have to show up and get home late and then wake up the next morning for work. So we're, right. we're, we're thinking about you. We got you. That's all I got. You've been listening to The Uncommon. And I think this is something that's been a passion project to both Ryan and I and hope you guys are encouraged. And honestly, we'd love to see you on one of these experiences. And we'd love to pour into you and be intentional with you. So thanks for listening. Thanks. Thank you for listening to The Uncommon Podcast. If you have benefited from our show, I would ask you to follow, rate, and review and share our show. And be sure to check out our website at theuncommon.com where you can learn more about our mission, sign up for one of our live experiences, and take advantage of many resources that will empower you on your uncommon journey.